Hi, all you Patreons. I want to welcome you to our first exclusive episode on the Patreon account. Um, I will be doing a lot of fun things with this account. I'm going to be covering celebrity deaths, con- conspiracies, um, serial killers. You know, there's going to be a serial killer spotlight special, a celebrity death special. So I'm really going to do a lot of fun content with this particular site. Um, so please subscribe enjoy and send it to your friends and let them know what's going on. For our first exclusive episode, we are going to be talking about the death of Kurt Cobain. So this is kind of a celebrity death and a conspiracy built into one. As we know, Kurt Cobain died in 1994. Um, he His death was ruled a suicide. But to this day, there are so many conspiracy theorists out there that think his death was truly not a suicide, but instead was a murder. So let's dive deep into the death of Kurt Cobain. In 1994, Kurt Cobain's death shocked the world. Fans were horrified that their beloved idol shot himself. But before we get to that point, let's dive in to Kurt's life behind the scenes. Before he became the lead singer of Nirvana, Kurt Donald Cobain was a boy growing up in the town of Aberdeen, Washington. He showed interest in music from an early age. He began his first band, Fecal Matter, in 1985 after he had dropped out of high school. But by the late 1980s, he had linked up with other bandmates, forming the beginnings of Nirvana. Nirvana's debut album, Bleach, was released in 1989. And soon after, in 1991, the band recorded and released Nevermind, which had the hit track Smells Like Teen Spirit on it. The massive success of Smells Like Teen Spirit thrust Nirvana into the spotlight and immediately popularized the van. As Nirvana's success climbed the ladder, however, Kurt was becoming more increasingly lost in the fame. Cobain actually hated the thought of being a voice of generation and being part of the mainstream music era. He often felt like the media misinterpreted his actual messages, and he really just did not like the spotlight at all. As Nirvana continued to be in the spotlight, Cobain started using drugs, specifically heroin. He also struggled with chronic stomach pain and depression. During the rising fame, Nirvana... Cobain met Courtney Love, a fellow rock star. The two started dating around 1991 and married in 92. It was a whirlwind romance that those close to them described. Love was pregnant with their first child when they were married. It is well noted and documented that through the relationship and the pregnancy, both heavily used drugs. Reportedly during this time, Cobain overdosed several times and the pair's relationship was obviously extremely rocky, and there were even rumors that Cobain was planning on filing for divorce. To kind of disengage from the chronic stomach condition that he was dealing with, and also disengage with the fact that he hated being in the spotlight as much as he did. Um, On April 5th of 1994, Cobain ran away from Exodus Recovery Center. He was admitted to this to try to break his heroin habit. 
Courtney Love then hired Tom Grant, a former detective with the L.A. Sheriff's Department who turned into a P.I., to go looking for him. Initially, it was reported that Cobain's mother filed a missing person report stating that the Nirvana frontman had a shotgun and was suicidal. However, it is later found out that it was actually Love pretending to be Cobain's mother. The motive to why Love would pretend to be Cobain's mother is unclear, but many feel like this is one of the many odd things that Love did during this time. Um, A couple months prior to this happening, Cobain was actually treated and rushed to a hospital for a possible overdose um, with champagne and mixed painkillers. And many people think that this is where the suicidal tendencies started. After a few days missing, Cobain's body was found on April 8th of 1994. He was found by a home security electrician. Besides small amounts of blood coming from Cobain's ears, there was no visible signs of trauma, so the electrician originally believed Cobain was sleeping until he saw the shotgun at his chin and noticed the suicide note on the floor. A high amount of heroin was found in Cobain's toxicology report, and the coroner determined Cobain died actually on April 5th and had been there for three days. Now that you know the timeline and the backstory of the events that led to Cobain's suicide, let's talk about why many people think that this was not suicide, but actually murder. Murder that was orchestrated by Cobain's wife. The main supporter of this theory is Tom Grant. That's right, the PI that Love hired to find her husband. Tom Grant was immediately bewildered by the suicide ruling, but it wasn't until December of 1994 that he actually started publicly speaking out about this. One of the main questions that Grant had about Cobain's death is the amount of heroin found in Cobain's system. Grant argues that if Cobain ingested that much heroin, he would be unable to shoot himself or even pick up a gun. Another thing that was brought into question was the amount of blood that was present. Um, If you, I mean, I don't, obviously, let's not think about this, but I'm sure you've watched shows and you've, if you're a true crime lover, you've seen other cases where when somebody shoots themselves in the mouth, so Cobain put the shotgun directly in his mouth and shot you would think there would be an obvious sign of blood, and there was not. Um, There was a little blood behind his ear, but nothing majorly obvious. So this, to some people, um, makes them question if somebody cleaned up the scene or tried to clean up the scene. Um, Because again, typically, if you're going to shoot yourself, I mean, if you're going to shoot yourself or anyone or whatever, there's going to be a lot of blood no matter where it's at, but especially in the head, directly in the mouth. So a lot of people question on if somebody tried to clean up the scene. And this was actually supported by the fact that there were no fingerprints found on the gun that Cobain used. So with no fingerprints and no blood, many people suspected that the real killer wiped the gun clean and tried to clean up the scene and staged the suicide. 
Um, it was also noted that Cobain wasn't wearing gloves, so that could not have been an answer for the fingerprints missing. Ultimately, Grant came to the theory that Courtney plotted to kill her husband. He believes that she mixed a large amount of painkillers with champagne in the Rome incident that we talked about and went to show that this was Cobain's first attempted suicide. He believes that Love wanted to portray the image that Cobain was suicidal and not in a good headspace. The question is, though, why would Love want her husband dead? According to Cobain's attorney, Kurt had asked her to draw up a new will cutting Love out of everything. People close to Cobain claimed Kurt was ready to file for divorce. And at the time of his death, he was worth $150 million. Before they got married, Love and Cobain signed a prenup that kept their money separate. So many people think that money was a motive for this commitment. It was also reported by those who knew the couple that Courtney was not happy when Kurt Cobain turned down $10 million to headline Lollapalooza. She felt like that was a lot of money and it shouldn't have been turned down. So that kind of increases the suspicion that this was about money. Another item that came into the question is the suicide note that Cobain left behind. Grant believes that there are a ton of inconsistencies with this note. He believes that at the top part was wrote by Cobain, announcing that he was leaving the music business behind. The bottom part of the note speculated that it was not written by Cobain, but instead someone else. The first part of the letter focused on music and fame, and initially sounded like Kurt Cobain was drowning in the fame. Um, it is focused on how he wanted to enjoy the tours, he wanted to enjoy the fans and the journey, but he essentially felt lost in all of it. The second half of the letter switches tones and talks about love and his daughter. Something to note is that the second half of the handwriting is sloppy and hasty, and it looks different than the top. It looks like someone was rushing to get it done quickly. Um, the ending shows a ton of love and admiration for love, and many question why a guy who was looking to divorce his wife would show such affection to her. Um, one thing that is noted is the drastic change of tone. Um, many argue that it's because Cobain was on drugs, um, and many argue that it's because Cobain started the letter and someone else finished the letter. So we don't have evidence of either or, um, but we do know that the tone switches and that the writing switches more quickly and more hastily than the initial top section. Another break in the case came when a man, Eldon Hoke, nicknamed El Deuce, came forward and said that Love actually offered him $50,000 to kill Cobain. Supporters of the suicide ruling think that he just came forward to get notoriety, though. And no one ever confirmed that there was any transaction of this nature. This was all speculation. However, early, just days after being interviewed, Hoke was found dead after being hit by a train. 
The Cobain murder theory has been supported by several, including Cobain's grandfather and Love's estranged dad. Um, Love's estranged dad actually said that his daughter would have full motive to do this and full motive to get rid of Cobain due to the fact that he was going to divorce and leave her. Um, Many also think that the rise of Kurt Cobain's success and the kind of not rise of Courtney's um, really affected her. She thought that they would both rise together as rock stars, and when that didn't happen, that kind of affected her. But again, that's hearsay. Um, However, Seattle police reviewed Cobain's case around the 20th anniversary of his death and determined that the classification remains suicide. Cobain's mother and cousin both believe the suicide note was written by Cobain and that because of his history of mental illness, he took his own life. There isn't much concrete evidence to suggest that Cobain's death was a murder. There never is when it's a conspiracy. Um, But there are many questions and speculations. Either way, Cobain was a troubled but talented individual, and his death is extremely tragic. He essentially had all the fame and money you could ask for, but was never unable to overcome his own mental illness and troubles. And his cousin actually said that even without the fame, she feels like Cobain would have ended up taking his life. So, essentially... This story is one that many people are on either the suicide side or the murder side, and it is, you know, extreme. You can find theories to support whichever side that you're on. You can find evidence to support um, whichever side that you're on. At the end of the day, there's nothing concrete um, to suggest that it was not a suicide, but there are some questions, and that's why this has gained so much popularization in today's note. Um, I will say that I do find the no fingerprints on the gun suspicious and the lack of blood suspicious. Um, I think that's a little strange, especially in a suicide case. Um, Cobain supposedly used a shotgun. He propped the shotgun up with his feet and put it in his mouth, and that's how he essentially killed himself. Um, And I find that a little, I don't want to say suspicious, but to me it's a little questioning on how that worked. I've seen a shotgun, and it's very long. It's very, you know, hard to hold it. Um, And so I feel like as a clean and sober person, I don't think that I could do that. Um, So I question the fact that he was able to do that with as much drugs that were in his system. But at the end of the day, regardless of what happened in the true story, we lost a very important person who had a lot of talent and a lot of life left in them. And that is the saddest note of this story. Um, It would have been great to see Cobain evolve and emerge as the superstar that he was, um, and unfortunately that was cut short. I hope you guys have enjoyed the first exclusive episode. Um, We will be diving more into celebrity deaths, 
serial killer spotlight and all of the above on our exclusive patreon account i will as well post the blog post with all of the evidence and photos so that when you're listening to the podcast you can follow along as well and see what we're talking about and i want to thank you guys for all your support please leave us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify podcast or whatever podcast support you use and i will see you guys next week